bite my dust. But when she revealed that we'd have to move to some small town with no university or travel soccer team, Dad said no with a capital N. Blackjack on the way to school. With two sevens showing, you say, hit me. Kobe curses when you get a third. Blackjack. Miss Hardwick's honors English class is one boring required read after another. So you've become a pro at daydreaming while pretend listening. The beautiful game. You're pumped. The match is tied at the end of extra time. Players gather at center circle for the coin toss. You call tails and win. Real Madrid scores the first goal. Ours bounces off the left post. They make the next two in a row. We make three. They miss their final two. It's three, three. Your turn to rev the engine, turn on the jets, score, and you win. Teammates lock arms for the final kick. The crowd roars, screams your name. Nick Hall, Nick Hall, Nick Hall. Like a greyhound coursing game, you take off from 12 yards out, winding for the kill. But right before the winning kick of your Barcelona debut, Miss Hardwick streaks across the field in her heels and purple polyester dress, yelling, Nicholas Hall, pay attention. The thing about daydreaming in class is you forget what was happening just before 90,000 fans started cheering you to victory. So everything blurs when your best friend whispers from behind, she's talking to you, bro. And your teacher slams you with a question that makes no sense. The expression to nip something in the bud is an example of what, Nicholas? Uh, to nip it in the butt is an example of how to get slapped by a girl, you reply, as confused as a chameleon in a bag of gummy worms which sends almost everyone in class into fits of contagious snickering. Everyone except Miss Hardwick. Busted. Nicholas, I've warned you about not paying attention in my class. This is your final warning. Next time, it's down to the office. Now, can anyone answer the question correctly? I can, I can, Miss Hardwick, says Winifred, the teacher's pet, and a pain in the class. What is the correct phrase, Winifred? Nip it in the bud, not butt, Miss Hardwick, she answers, then adds, sort of like when you prune a flower in the budding stage to keep it from growing. Then she rolls her eyes in your direction. Precisely. It is a metaphor for dealing with a problem when it is still small and before it grows into something larger, Miss Hardwick says, looking dead at you. Ironically, Nicholas, by not paying attention, you have stumbled upon another literary device called a malapropism. Do you know what it means? And of course you do. But before you can tell her, Winifred raises her hand and starts spelling it. M-A-L-A-P-R-O-P-I-S-M from the French term malapropos, meaning when a person, or in this case, a boy, uses a word that sounds like another just to be funny. Excellent, Winifred. And since you're such a comedian, Nicholas, Miss Hardwick howls, 
How about you finish reading The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn and find an example of a malapropism in the text to present in class next week? Malapropism. Noun. The amusing and ludicrous misuse of a word, especially by confusion with one of a similar sound. Here's an example. My English teacher, Miss Hardwick, is a wolf in cheap clothing. After school, better pay attention or Miss Hardwick's going to give you a good kick in the grass, Kobe says while you both wait for mom to pick you up. That was a malaprop, he jokes. I know what it was. Want to play soccer, he asks. Of course you do, but you can't because it's Tuesday and you have a ridiculous mind-numbing two-hour special class that your mom signed you up for that you can't wait to get to because you get to spend two hours.